Well, hi there. I'm Josh Elledge, the Chief Executive Angel at SavingsAngel.com, and welcome to the Savings Angel Show. I'm podcasting to you from Orlando, Florida, on the eve of America's Independence Day. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Now, I'm an extremely busy consumer expert, money-saving advocate, syndicated newspaper columnist, and that guy that turns digital entrepreneurs into media celebrities at Up myinfluence.com. Go check it out if you're a business owner. Now, I love what I do and can't wait to get going on today's episode. So in order to help you save more, earn more, and live more abundantly on today's show, I'm going to be covering how 4th of July, Amazon Prime Day, and tax-free weekends, which are all coming up here in July, it's going to help you save some serious money. We're going to be talking with Flea Market Flippers, A Repurposeful Life. I'm going to share with you how you can make an extraordinary amount of money by just flipping things that you get at flea markets. And uh, I've, I've got a couple and they're going to explain exactly how to do it. Very, very cool. And then we're going to talk about indulging in some summer splurges uh, with some savings. So again, that's coming up as well. All that and more. So let's get going. July sales and tax-free weekends, along with, in a small way, Amazon Prime Day, all have their roots in American history and our annual celebration of independence. No, seriously. Now, on July 4th, quick history lesson here, July 4th, 1776, the Continental Congress formally adopted the Declaration of Independence. USA, USA. Now, skirmishes against the Act's and rule of the English crown had already begun prior to this date, but escalated quickly afterward. Now, two of the many compelling reasons Americans desired independence was taxation without representation, boo, and forced monopoly of British-only trade by closing Boston to any other merchant ships. Now, this forced monopoly-controlled prices and prevented free enterprise and competitive pricing. Now, our forefathers and foremothers wouldn't have it. They fought for a better way of government and trade, and we've been celebrating their conviction and courage ever since. So thank you, guys and ladies. So along with fireworks, parades, picnics, and deeply held thanks for living in the land of the free, we have sales and tax-free weekends. Now, state tax-free weekends, also known as state sales tax holidays or back-to-school sales tax holidays, unfortunately aren't held in every state. But if you live in one that does, you can save a lot of money if you're going to be spending that money anyway. Now, what qualifies for tax exemption on these magical days varies but typically revolves around saving parents money on anything needed for education, including, in many states, computers. Now, to find out whether or not your state is participating in a tax-free weekend this year and what items qualify, check your state government's website. And also, they change from year to year. So uh, almost every single year, I do a TV segment at uh, Fox 35 or WKMG uh, News 13, and we talk about the tax-free weekend and what's included and what's not included. Uh, sometimes it's kind of funny what you can get. Um, you can get some things on tax-free weekend. Uh, even, look, you don't, have to, you don't have to have a student to take advantage. Anyone... It's for any resident of that state. 
Uh, so now the state's expected to participate this year. Now, not all these uh, are confirmed, but Alabama, Arkansas, Connecticut, Florida, yay, Iowa, Maryland, Massachusetts, don't see Michigan on the list. Sorry, guys. Uh, Mississippi, Missouri, New Mexico, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Virginia. All right. So if you're one of those states, go to your state's website, look it up. Um, just do a Google search. You should be able to find it. Uh, but definitely uh, time your purchases because... Um, I've gone through the numbers before. Uh, the average family spends a ton of money for back-to-school supplies and clothes and all the other stuff that kids are going to need every year. Uh, so, you know, if you can take off an extra, you know, 6 to 9% in whatever your sales tax rate is, uh, sure, why not? Now, this year, let's talk about Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime Day is set to begin at 12 a.m. Pacific time on Monday, July 15th, circle that day on your calendar, and it's going to continue through Tuesday, July 16th. Now, of course, you have to be a member of Amazon Prime to shop, but you can activate a free 30-day trial of Prime on Amazon to take advantage of the event. Now, there are also ways to receive 50% off your Prime membership. Now, you can check all this out on Amazon's website, for all the details. In fact, if you go to savingsangel.com slash prime, uh, I'll actually direct you directly to the website on Amazon. Because sometimes it's stuff's hard to find. So I'll, I'll redirect you uh, there uh, to Amazon Prime's uh, site. We'll, we'll keep that updated. And we'll have, by the way, information on Amazon Prime at savingsangel.com as well. We're really big on Amazon Prime Day. Now, on Amazon's site, you could see a preview of the items that are going to be featured at discounts on Prime Day. And some of the items are already on sale, including a Toshiba 43-inch Fire TV Edition 1080p Full HD Smart LED TV for $179.99 with free shipping. Okay, now let's talk about 4th of July sales. Don't fret if you have plans for the day of the 4th. Sales start before the 4th and continue for a few days afterwards, giving you lots of opportunity to shop and save. Now, our founders would be proud. <laughs> what can you expect uh, to find on sale in honor of the 4th of July? Well, Best Buy is dealing on appliances. Save up to 40% now through July 10th. CVS Pharmacy will have some great offers, including Tide Detergent for less than $2 with coupon available in their app. You could have to get that. You have to shop by July 6th. So depending on when you're listening to this, might have missed that one. Uh, Meyer stores are giving savings on automotive care now through July 6th. Uh, offers include earning $10 off your next purchase when you buy $40 or more of automotive department products. Interesting. Menards is uh, featuring sales on outdoor furniture and fire pits. That sounds fun. Along with deals on a variety of home improvement items. Now, these offers available through July 6th. Uh, Old Navy is offering up to 50% off. Plus, they have their adorable baby onesies for just $1.50, along with lots of other fashions for just 4 or $5. I think the Old Navy 4th of July 
t-shirts are, are always a favorite as well. Now, Sam's Club is offering deals on mattresses, outdoor items, appliances, and more. Sales are valid through July 14th. Walgreens stores will have deals valid until July 6th. They have numerous buy one, get one free offers, as well as 12 packs of 7-Up, A&W, and Sunkiss priced at three for $7.99, uh, assuming you have your little Walgreens card, and there's a limit of three. That's pretty good deal there. So there you go. Fourth of July savings, Amazon Prime Day savings, and of course, a little preview of state tax-free weekends. We st- Make sure you've hit subscribe on this podcast, because I'm going to be talking more about state tax-free weekends. In fact, I might put the audio of my TV segment that I will inevitably do around uh, Florida's tax-free holiday. So uh, with all that, hey, look, I love finding great savings. You know me. I'm known as the guy that can get you a deal, hookup, or upgrade on anything in life. So hit subscribe to this podcast. Share it with a friend or family member. Uh, Take a screenshot in your phone right now and share it on social, send it in a text to somebody and say, hey, check this guy out. I I think this Josh guy is pretty smart. I I think he's got some good ideas on how you and I can save a lot more money because together, listen, you and I can share this message of abundance. You know, folks need a little bit of a hookup every now and then, you know, they need a hand up, you know, they, you know, we, we need to empower people with inside information and, you know, tips and tricks so we can just be much smarter with our money. And that is what I do. And so with us right now, we've got Rob and Melissa, and you guys created Flea Market Flipper. uh, And what a cool story you guys have. So tell me how you make money. Share with the Savings Angel audience how you guys actually make money, because this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's kind of unique. It's pretty cool. We take items that people either um, undervalue or they want to get rid of you and even throw it away in the trash. We take those items, we throw them online, and then we sell them um, for a profit. And that's how we, we make a living for our family. Okay, so take us back because uh, I know some of your story and, and, and I know that uh, my savings and your audience are listening to this. Uh, they're probably not going to believe what they're going to hear in the next 10, 15 minutes, there's 10, 15, 20 minutes or so. Uh, but I am so excited. I can't wait for you to share some of your stories. Cause I know you have some like just outrageous stories uh, of what you guys have been able to do just with that concept and how much money you've been able to make. Uh, and, and then your students now, uh, because you've kind of been sharing a lot of your ninja skills, but take us back to the beginning, how you guys got into this. Yeah, definitely. I'll we all him. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing it for over 20 years. I kind of grew up in a family. I have six older sisters. I'm the youngest and only boy. My parents went to yard sales growing up. That's how we got stuff. My parents would buy cool stuff. Uh, please excuse us. My son is jumping in here. So we're at home with the kids. But my, anyways, my parents would buy stuff from yard sales. They would um, bring it back home. And this was before eBay. They would sell it on the classified sections. And that's how my parents supplemented their income um, and wow. took care of us kids. So, you know, fast forward 15 years, I started doing it with my mom. Um, and then Melissa and I started doing it when we got married 11 years ago. We, uh, we were doing it on the side as a side income to be able to afford to go on vacations. The car broke down and we needed a couple thousand dollars extra. It supplemented our income doing it. And then three and a half years ago, we realized what we had and that's when we jumped into it full time and we have not looked back. It's been amazing. Wow. What were you doing professionally before you started getting into this full time? 
Yeah, definitely. I was at a, uh, um, an in, uh, it's kind of like a report company. We did homeowners insurance. So um, I actually took pictures of houses all day. Um, and yeah, I, that's what I did. I drove around, took pictures of houses and um, we always made more money flipping, but we just, nothing ever clicked in our head um, until it, it, yeah, our third son was born or when he, when she was pregnant with him. And that's when we're like, wait a minute, if we put more time into this, I bet we could kill it in this profession. And we have, it's been amazing. Okay. So now I so tell me about some of your early flips and uh, like, how did you, I mean, you, you developed the courage to, to do this full time. Uh, how did, how, how were you able to do that? Well, some of your first flips were the Nordic tracks, right? Yeah. That yeah. Was- you, you when, buy them on Craigslist, That's right? it. No, no, no. At a on local class, auction. Oh. Auction. Oh, okay. Salvation Army. In Orlando, there's a Salvation Army store, and they would have auctions behind the store every day. Um, people would move down here from up north. Uh, they would bring down Nordic Track ski machines because that was a big um, up north exercise machine. You couldn't get outside, so you did it inside. They would bring those down here, donate them to the Salvation Army. We would go and uh, buy them from the auction, and then we would sell them on eBay to people up north, and then we would ship them right back up north, and we would make it killing. We could get those things for like five and ten dollars. We turn around and sell them. The most expensive one I sold was like I think sixteen hundred dollars, something like that. Um, but we sell them anywhere from three, five, seven hundred dollars, and then ship them right back up north. And then we were we were killing it with the Nordic tracks. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And so, and and who would have thought? That you would, so you're not, so are you promoting it on eBay or what platform are you using? Yeah. eBay mostly is what we do now and what you've done forever. Yeah. eBay, we got into eBay when they started up. I I mean, I started doing, I was doing it with my mom when I was younger, um, when eBay started. Um, And yeah, that was the platform that we used then. And now we, it's like 90% of our sales go through eBay. Wow. And, and so you, but you'd find that a lot of your purchasers would be. People up north where Nordic tracks are much more uh, in vogue than uh, down here in Florida. Yep. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that, was, that was an amazing thing that we did. And yeah, we just kept going further and further in, into it after we uh, we found Nordic tracks. How did you find out about the auction at the Salvation Army? To be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure. My mom is the one who found it. Um, and it's behind, there's a big warehouse down in Orlando. There's a big warehouse behind the Salvation Army. All the stuff that they can't put into their retail store, they throw it into that warehouse. And it was, when I was younger, it was like five days a week. Every morning they did that auction and everything you can think of, exercise equipment, appliances, um, uh, furniture, all kinds of stuff that they couldn't fit in the retail store. They would auction it off and they do it five days a week. Now they do it three, right? I know you guys do free classes. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to go, there's no need to go into like too much detail on how you do this. Um, but matter of fact, if you go to savingsangel.com uh, slash flip, um, you guys have set up a free class um, for Savings Angel fans um, that you teach this free. Uh, and you teach other people how to do this. Now, you know, you have some options if they really want to dig into it and learn from you guys, which I really appreciate. Just think of it. I mean, if you were able to move a couple of Nordic tracks, I mean, your profit on that right there, I mean, even if you sold them for $500, you bought them for $50, that's $450 minus shipping and that sort of thing. But, you know, let's say you're, you're making like $400 or so on, uh, you know, just knowing where to show up. And then, of course, knowing, I would imagine uh, a, probably a big part of this is 
knowing how to list this stuff. Um, and, and I can't tell you, so I've sold, um, I sell all my cars, like uh, when we've upgraded cars or gotten rid of them or whatever, like I always sell them private party on Craigslist. And you know what? It's not a high bar to sell cars on well on Craigslist and get every penny you want out of them. You know, what I find is that if you just invest in taking really good photos, take a lot of photos, document everything you possibly can, interject some personality into it. I'll give you a great example. So uh, I had a, a Sequoia, I had 160,000 plus miles on it. I bought it when I had like 40 some thousand miles on it. I moved on to, had it in Florida forever where I, you know, really didn't need the four wheel to aspect to it. It was nice when we had younger kids and stuff, you know, we we're hauling kids all the time, but you know, great car, but it, you know, is definitely getting toward the end of its, you know, where uh, I was ready to upgrade to something newer. Um, and so I put it on Craigslist, um, took a ton of well-lit photos you know, document everything, odometer, like every little nick and like, I was just very, very forthcoming about every bad thing that someone might be, you know, might say, well, have a complaint about just documented everything and explained everything. Got the Carfax, all that stuff in there. Guys, I had that car sold, sold within 20 minutes. I posted (laughs) it live, got three calls within an hour and ended up selling it to the guy who called that on that first call. And he called within, it was literally within 20 minutes. And he's like, I want the car. Uh, You know, I can't get there until like Tuesday or whatever. But if it's what you said it is, I'm going to buy it. And it already made his mind up because the listing was so good. He didn't even need to think about it. Am I I kind of on the right track of like some of the magic that you guys recommend? 100%. Exactly what you went through. The pictures are huge. eBay allows you to put 12 pictures on. We fill that up for every listing that we do. They're detailed pictures. The other thing you touched on that is huge, you don't want to misrepresent your ad. So you want to show imperfections. You want to talk about imperfections because you don't want somebody – in eBay, they don't get to see it before you ship it up to them and they get it. So they buy it. They pay for it. You ship it up to them. When they receive that, if you did not disclose something on that, they're going to be upset with you. So that is a huge key is all the pictures, and then you want to disclose any imperfections with whatever you're selling. That is really, really big. And part of eBay, of course, is you've got a seller rating. And so, you know, you want to be straight with people. Otherwise, you know, I mean, there's always those knuckleheads out there. That, <laughs> <laughs> so you really like selling on eBay then. What if, what happens though, if you're brand new on eBay and you've never sold on eBay, so you don't have any rating, is it, are you still going to be able to sell things? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we kind of talk, take people through in the beginning phases when they're first getting started. You know, we tell people to buy a couple of things first, get a couple of transactions, get feedback, and then also just sell some things from around the house yeah. because that can build up your feedback really quick yep. and without any investment from you. So yeah, it's not an overnight success. It's not like you're going to jump into eBay and you're going to start making thousands and thousands of dollars. If you want to build a good side hustle or even a full-time income, it takes a little bit of time to build up your seller. Um, but it's not like it's that difficult to do. Yeah. You just do exactly what you just went over. Take good pictures, disclose everything with the items, and then offer it at a a reasonable price. And yeah, you just start, people take chances on the right price on items. And then slowly but surely, you build up your your list, I mean, your uh, your eBay selling uh, ratings. 
wasn't TJ just, he sold that pizza oven. He's yeah. a new seller within like a month, I think. Yeah. Right? One of our students actually in less than a month, I think it was three weeks. He bought a big item that he actually, uh, he freight shipped it because he was up to that level that he wanted to do that, but he had never sold anything on eBay. He got his feedback up to like 40 feedback. Yeah. It was 40 remarks back from, um, he was buying small stuff and then selling small stuff in the house. And he did it really, really quick within like yeah. two weeks, he got his rating up to 40%. And it just Not shows hundred percent, but 40, oh, I'm sorry, 40, 40 transactions, 40 transactions <laughs> yeah. at hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So it wow. just shows you can do it quickly. Um, but it's not going to be overnight. It's not something you want to work at it. You want to build up that feedback. Um, because he sold that for 800 bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. He sold the, the pizza oven. Uh, I think he paid $150 and sold yeah. for 850. So made some great money every bit. Yeah, it was awesome for him. So tell me a bunch of, I want to hear now, tell me several stories from either you guys or your students of examples of things. So I think the the thing that I would be most nervous about is buying something that doesn't end up selling. Uh, for much more than what I pay for it, or maybe I don't make any money, or maybe I lose money. That would be my ultimate fear. So, how does someone over, you know, how does someone learn to source better? And then, maybe, again, feel free to answer with stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was just gonna say, like, you're the risk is something that you feel like you don't really take anymore. We're not gamblers by yeah. any means, so we don't do that. In the age that we're in right now. Everything before you buy it, you jump onto your smartphone, you check it out, you see what it retails for on Google, you go onto eBay, you see what other items are listed like it or as it, you see what they're selling for. So you do the research before you buy an item. Like back in the day when I started, I would go to that Salvation Army auction. We didn't have smartphones back then. I would buy something hoping that I got a great deal on it and then I would bring it back to the house and then I would do the research on it on eBay. And hopefully I made a good deal, you know, a great investment. Nowadays, it's not like that. Where we live, it is amazing what you can do on your smartphone or on your computer to, to minimize a, a huge amount of that risk. Like we don't buy storage lockers or storage auctions because it's too much of a risk. We don't know if we're going to get our money out of it. Um, there's a gambling in it. We pick our stuff. We buy stuff from our flea market or yard sales, wherever it's at. We buy stuff that we're able to check out before we buy it and know that we're not gambling on what we're buying. Is there enough inventory of, of things to, to get and resell out there? One, 100%. This yes. is like a recession proof job. There yes. will always be used items here. I'll give you even a quick story right now. We're in a challenge this year with, uh, with uh, flea market flipper. Um, we're doing a challenge from 2019. We took something out of the trash. You can't tell me that you can't take, you, you can make money on anything. We took a chair out of the trash and we bought, I mean, we brought it home. We sold it on Facebook marketplace for $50. Then we bought two exercise bikes on offer up. Um, that's another resale app. We bought those I think one was 15 and one was like 25, 35. 35. Anyways, we bought those two. We sold those for $500 a piece. So we got up to $1,000 in three sales. Now we've reinvested that $1,000 and we're up to $103,000 in inventory right now. We just did all of our numbers last night. We were figuring out so we can do a video and all that stuff. But from a chair in the trash, none of our own money have we put into this. And we're over $100,000 of inventory and four and a half months since 2019. Yeah, January of 2019. So you can't tell me that you can't find stuff out there. It is, there's stuff everywhere. There's stuff everywhere to buy and invest that people don't have value. They don't see value in it or you're just getting it out of the trash and saving it from going to the landfill. Amazing, amazing. So what's what's the goal? First off, I got two questions. Number one, what is the hundred and some thousand dollars worth of inventory and where do you keep it? And then number two, what's your end goal by the end of the year? Yeah. The inventory is anything that he finds interesting and can find for a good deal. We typically 
um, like 10 X our money or investment is what we're looking to get out of an item. So, um, if we're investing a hundred dollars, we kind of want to get a thousand dollars from it yeah. so that we don't really invest more than that. If, right. If you yeah. can't really, get 100%, out. yeah. Um, but what items have you bought? Yeah, like, I'll, give you, I'll give you a breakdown <laughs> of some of the items in 2019 challenge. One we just sold and shipped last week was a compressor. It was a commercial compressor. Uh, we paid $333 for it. We sold it for $5,350. That was our <laughs> big <laughs> Wow. Yeah. All the way to California. And that one went from Florida to California. And yeah, that was our biggest one. We sold that one last week so far for the challenge. But we have a number of items that we paid less than. I think that was probably our most expensive investment too, 300. Usually our comfort zone is 20 to $50. That's what we like to invest in items. Unless um, you know it can unless, make it Yeah, unless return. I know it will go for more than what that is. But I mean, we bought little electric boats. I bought a pinball machine last week. Um, cooktops, we bought so cooktops. cooktops. We do cooktops. We make great we money. We one cooktop already. Yep, two cooktops in the challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, anything we can make a buck on, that's what we'll do. It doesn't matter what it is. We just look at the comps. We make sure that we can get our money out of it and make sure there's enough in it to actually do the investment. And yeah, we buy it and then we sell it. So how difficult is it for, oh, no, 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 you didn't answer my other question. Like, where do you keep all the stuff? Sorry. We have three storage units yeah. right now. Yeah. And yeah. But we don't tell people to start out where we're yeah. at. You got to understand. No, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. You guys have a, you guys have a pretty thriving business at this, yeah. really thriving business at this point. Yeah. So it's, it's worth paying the, you know, $40 a month per storage unit. Yeah. Your overhead's $120 compared to that to real estate for traditional business. And look at what you guys are able to profit. I mean, that's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing. So yeah, that's what we do right now. We started out with one storage unit when we got to that point, then we moved up to two and then to three. So yeah, just at the point where we're at, like we keep uh, our business model is we keep around a hundred items listed on eBay at any time. And it's about $150,000 of inventory. Um, Now people listening to that, that might not seem achievable. It just takes time to build that up. This is what we do for a living. This is how we take care of our family of five. So we have to have that inventory up to where we're selling stuff every week and it keeps money coming in. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, what kind of revenue does that ultimately end up bring in then if you're talking about those kind of numbers? Yeah. Well, for the last three years, since going full-time, we've been anywhere from 80 to $130,000 for yeah. our flipping business. It, it breaks down a little bit more than that because we also teach people how to do it. So between sure. the flipping challenge that we're working on right now, we still have to make our own income coming in besides that to provide for our family because we're not touching any of the money in the challenge. All that money goes reinvest into items and stuff like that. Then we have to make money for our family. And then at the same time, we're teaching other people. So we really have three different avenues and our, our income has dropped from the flipping because when we started out teaching people how to do it, we're taking more time on blogs. We're taking more time on videos. So it's taking yep. away from our flipping. So when we say full time, it's really not full time no. hours flipping. We probably spend about fifteen to twenty hours a week flipping. Um, okay. Wow. Well, that's pretty. That's pretty. So, um, and and by the way, um, so you guys have been very kind enough to you put together a free class, and you can get there by going to savingsangel.com/slash/flip, and you can actually. I know you do them pretty often. You've got a free class coming up. Um, so again, savingsangel.com/slash/flip. And you can learn a lot more detail about um, what Rob and Melissa do. And so um, I guess my next question would be, let's say that there's a stay-at-home mom or a mom who's maybe working part-time. She's got a little bit of extra time. um, And like her big goal 
is that she would just love to earn an extra like $800 a month for her family. Um, what do you, how much work do you think that that's going to take? And, and what does that work look like generally? Um, I would say in the beginning, when you're learning, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve. We did sure. try to cut that down for people so they don't have to take like learn all the mistakes and do everything Oof. that we've done. Yeah. You know, to, so we tried to cut that learning curve for people. Um, we actually have one um, lady just recently in our class was telling us she started this to make she was doing working three jobs. She's a single mom. She was trying to help her daughter and call like through get through college this is Kelly right yeah yeah and um she was she was exhausted and couldn't do the three jobs anymore so she's like well what can I do that's a little more on my time and keep one of my jobs so yeah. she was doing flipping up she started with us with our course and she started doing um flipping on the side and now the last two months she was at five thousand dollars a month and she's so, still only doing it part-time and she's still only doing it part-time she, I mean she started a couple hundred dollars but she dove in and yeah. Um, and she I think quit she, her other two jobs. She's still a nurse. So yeah, she quit her she other still two has jobs. One job, and now she does flipping on the side, um, probably 15 hours a week. Yeah. And, uh, and she's already up to about $5,000 a month. Crazy return. She's at, she's very active in our Facebook group. So yeah. it's amazing to see what she's doing. She stays in contact, helps other people in the Facebook group. So it is amazing. And that was just since October. Yeah. She just found us in October. So she, you know, she cut that learning curve down fast. Yeah. And that's, that's what that's we do. We want to cut it down. My, my jaw dropped. I heard a collective, if jaws dropping made a noise, I heard that collective noise as people were just, just heard that right now. Uh, and so again, and I think a lot of people are like, wait a minute, what was that address he gave out earlier? So it's savingsangel.com slash flip uh, for the free class that you guys offer. So what does a typical schedule look like? Like what is someone doing with their time uh, if they're wanting to make an extra thousand dollars a month uh, on the side? It's really more building a couple of habits into your week. Like, yes. you know, it's just little, it's doing a little bit and then it amounts to a lot. Yeah. So it's not, you know, people want jumping gung ho, which is great, but it's not a ton of hours at a time each yeah. week. You know, if you, yeah. one of our, our friends stops at Goodwill every time on his way home from work and picks up a couple things, you know, a couple times a week, it yeah. just takes him 10 minutes on his way home and he usually finds something and Lindy does too. Like yeah. he stops at Goodwill. So it's just like putting those habits. And then on the weekends, like we go to the flea market every weekend. Um, Whether so we that, find anything or not, yeah. it's a habit that we it's, just, it's a couple hours yeah. and it, and so it's just building those habits in and it doesn't have to be a ton of time. Yeah. We're not about that <laughs> for sure. Um, we want to spend time with our family. So yeah. One of the other keys that has helped us grow up immensely is it creating contact. I mean, creating contacts with people, actually uh, people that sell at the flea market. This is like next level stuff. If you actually start interacting with those people um, now I have people on a weekly basis who are texting me pictures um, of stuff that they're getting throughout the week. So I don't even have to go to the flea market to see what they have. They text me pictures wow. during the week and say, Hey, do you got, you want to buy this? Do you want to buy this? Do you want to buy this? So that's another one of those habits that we've just created or another one of those positive things that we've been able to do is create contact with um, uh, connections with people. And then they are bringing us stuff to buy. And then we make money off of it that way too. And that's a couple of our uh, members have done that too. Like Kelly, Kelly she, is. she had the the Dyson contact and yeah. Stacey had the leather contact. And yeah. people, when you make friends with people, wow. they're, they continually come into these things. They want to sell them. So yep. they're like, oh, I have a buyer. So it, it works out for everybody. Now, I know in your free class, you guys talk a little bit about freight as well. Um, what, what What is that? Yeah, freight shipping. That's what uh, also took our business to the next level is um, in the first item that we ever did, I can tell you was a dining room table. It had like nine chairs. Um, it was it had a buffet with it. 
We were trying to sell it locally to just double our money. We spent $350 on that at an auction. We were trying to get $700 locally and we had it listed for a couple months and could not sell it. Uh, we threw mm. it on eBay because I saw other tables on eBay that were comparable. We threw it on eBay and I think we sold it in less than a month for $2,200. And then the guy paid $500 to have it shipped. So that was the, the, the click in our brain of, wow, this is really, there's a key to this. If we're willing to learn how to get good at freight shipping, how to be able to ship stuff from wherever we're at in the U.S. Um, to people who will buy it. And that really has turned. That's how we're able to list, you know, 100 things on eBay and have $150,000 worth of inventory is because we've stepped to that next level. And that's what we try and teach people to do, too, if they're ready for that. What's the biggest item you've ever sold? Ah, Last year we did a Harley David. Well, there's two of them. Last year we did a Harley Davidson sign, like a dealership sign. It was eight foot tall. It was huge. Um, and I think it was 10 foot long and four foot wide. And I built that. I built a pallet or a uh, crate around it. And we shipped that thing from us up to Salt, Salt Lake City, Utah. I think we sold that thing. Um, and yeah, that thing went across the, uh, went across the U.S. And then we sold an, an actual big trailer uh, parking lot. Security um, tower. Well, I'll tell you the numbers on the Harley Davidson. I paid two fifty four. We sold it for seven thousand five hundred dollars. As well, we sold. <laughs> <laughs> and my it. gosh, when you get a when you get a payday like that, you, you're probably like, "All right, kids, we're going to take a vacation, <laughs> yeah. right?" Yeah, yeah. And, and it's worth the time to ship it because you are getting such a big, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it took him like a day or two to make that crate, yeah. but it was worth it yeah. I mean, completely. And he paid for shipping on top of it. Yeah. The guy paid an extra thousand dollars to have it shipped or $1,500 to yeah, have it shipped. paid for your time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. It cost me $900 to ship it from us to him. Um, I charged him $1,500 for shipping and then I right. paid for my materials and my time to, to uh, crate it up. So um, but yeah, then the other one that we shipped was a parking lot security tower. It was on a trailer. It lifted up into the air, like 25 feet in the air. So you could see a whole parking lot. We paid, yeah. I can't remember. It was either five or $6,000 for was that. Big for it. Yeah. It was a lot of a money investment, but the retail value on that, and I couldn't find any comps when I bought it. The retail value was $132,000 is what somebody originally paid for when they bought it. So we sold it for 25,000 in less than a month. So we made over $20,000 on the deal or right at $20,000 and it was like a month. So yeah, that was an amazing one. It was huge. The guy bought it from Texas and he drove down. I sent a guy down, picked it up and, and pulled it back to Texas. So those are two of our largest items and, and definitely great profits. My gosh, seriously. But getting, you know, getting a small windfall like that, it's kind of feel good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so. What would you say would be the kind of the, the, I shouldn't use this word suckiest part, just because I know we got kids listening. Don't say that word, <laughs> but what would be the stinkiest part? Like, is there, is there any aspect of like, eh, sometimes this happens and I, you know, it just kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. How about, well, I'll tell you my shortcomings is like, I make our money in the, in the deal. So I find the deals and that's what I'm really, really good at. Now my shortcomings are, is listing the deals. Like I told you, we have $150,000 listed on eBay. We have over $300,000 worth of inventory that's not listed because I'm really good at finding deals and I'm not the greatest at the follow through of listing them. Because sometimes I'll buy stuff that need a little bit of um, a little bit of fixing or a little bit of tinkering, whatever it is. And then I'll mm -hmm. find something else and it gets put on the back burner. So that's my shortcoming. That's really. So we probably could only get away with one storage unit, but if everything was uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, well, that's um, awesome. So, so Rob and Melissa, you guys have, um, you, you've gotten, you've been attracting a little bit of fame too, for some number one for your challenge. 
uh, and uh, you guys have gotten some decent media. Um, it's, it's a really, uh, you know, I, I think the reality show is right around the corner for you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That, we actually had a, yeah, we had a production company uh, approach us last year and try to do it, but yeah, it didn't work out. Uh, yeah, with the History Channel, they wanted two two male um, people for the show. Anyways, that's beside the point. But yeah, it, they they did approach us, but they didn't get it to go through because they were trying to sell the History Channel on it. So, but we love it. We love what we do. We wouldn't trade it for the world. It's, it's absolutely amazing. That's awesome. So the free class right now is so you can learn from, uh, learn more from Rob and Melissa. And, and they're absolutely, uh, if you're not watching the video, you're just uh, listening. Uh, th- yes, they're, they're absolutely charming. Uh, you're going to love this free class. It's at savingsangel.com slash flip. And uh, it's about 60 minutes long, right? Is normally how long you do your classes for? Yeah, yeah it's, it's just just over, just over an hour. Yeah. And we that we just take people and show them a lot of cool stuff. And we try to figure out if this business would be a good fit, a side hustler business. We want to make sure that it's a good fit for you. And that's what we try and teach through the, uh, the workshop. That's great. That's great. Well, uh, Rob and Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. Um, how fun um, and congratulations on your success. And, you know, I'm really excited for the, um, you know, for someone who's looking for a little side hustle or, you know, they're looking for, you know, they're financially stressed and, you know, over the next few months, they'd really love to make an extra thousand dollars, couple thousand dollars. Um, this could be a really great viable option for them. So uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Oh, man, thank you so much. It's been a blast. We love talking to you. Thank you. Now everyone's got a guilty pleasure, whether it's unboxing parties or late night venti caramel frappuccinos. Now with Swagbucks, you can shop at your favorite locations and accumulate credit toward a variety of products and services. You can earn money back for online surveys, watching videos, reviewing content. You get paid for this. Shopping online or trying out products and services. Yeah, you can get paid for that as well. Now, each method rewards the user with swag bucks, which are converted into digital rewards, either in gift cards or a PayPal transfer. Personally, I like the gift cards. Uh, never say there isn't money in the internet. Now, for longtime listeners of Savings Angel, you've heard of this service before, and I'm hoping that you're taking advantage of it. See, with Swagbucks, which is super easy, you just install the little swag button on your Chrome browser or whatever browser you're using. Uh, new shoppers are credited an extra bonus for their first purchase. Everyone has one luxury they can't help splurging on and getting cash back for indulgence has no downside. I just totally hooked you up with free $10. All you got to do is go to savingsangel.com slash swagbucks for your extra $10 bonus. That's www.savingsangel, lots of savings, one angel, that's me, dot com forward slash Swag Bucks, W-S-W-A-G-B-U-C-K-S. And go get your $10 bonus. Now, if you've loved hearing everything on this podcast, could you share this episode with a friend? Really, people do need this information. You and I, as I mentioned earlier, we could change lives. And I recommend taking a screenshot, posting on the Facebook, sending a text, sharing it with a friend or family member, wherever you hang out with them most. 
And as always, if you have any specific questions or something you'd like to hear me talk about, you can drop me a comment in the podcast feedback. Uh, just go to savingsangel.com. There's lots of ways you can contact us there. You can search for our Facebook group. And by the way, thank you so much. I've gotten, oh, this last week, I got like three or four really, really nice notes from people. I appreciate the uh, private messages and the public messages. It's so kind of you. Thank you so much. I, I love what I do. Uh, and I really, really love being uh, in service to people who love just getting a little bit more out of life. You know, I, I love finding that deal, hookup, or upgrade that I can pass along and share with you. Uh, you can call me right now, 407-205-9250, and leave me a message. I'll answer your question, write you back, or with your permission, I might even share your question or story with others on this show. With that, have a wonderful week full of saving more, earning more, and living more abundantly. And thank you for listening. Go get your $10 bonus.